You're listening to the number one podcast for Olive Branch and Eastern DeSoto County. This is OB Pod. On deck for today, guys, we've got our local news, of course, some dad jokes, a motivational message, some random facts and stories you likely didn't know, and a kick butt sports section. Can't wait to talk kick about it. But that's it, man. That's it. But other than that, man, T, we got to talk about this first, man. We had a sudden non episode last week, and it was due to your health, man. Are you doing okay? To me. Yeah, I, I'm I, I'm doing well. I will tell you. Listen to your eyes, ladies and yeah. gentlemen. Listen to your eyes. Now it's just weird. Uh, you know, it was it was Tuesday the week before last, and uh, I just happened to glance over to take a look at my dog, and I noticed a flash in the in the left side of my peripheral vision of my left eye. And when I moved my eye back, it flashed again, and so much so that I actually turned my head to the left because I thought somebody was flashing a flashlight in through my front window or something and it kept doing it back and forth and so you know i immediately went online because everything you read online is is is, is oh, solid it's you the know, best it's doctor rock out there. solid yeah, yeah. google doctor and is so, by far the top but i will tell you uh, uh th- these this time it was right and so uh the next day I, I i called my eye doctor and i got an appointment that was on wednesday got an appointment in there on thursday and when I got in there, uh, he, he checked my eyes out. And in my left eye, I had a small tear in my retina at the top of it. And for those of you that may not know, the retina is the entire back wall of your eye. That's where all the light hits and then everything goes from there. And so uh, he, he wanted to get me over to the retina center, uh, uh, actually over in Tupelo, uh, to see about getting it just laser tacked up. You know, it should have been a very simple procedure. However, they couldn't fit me in. It was already late in the afternoon. So I had to go to Tupelo at 8.30 the next morning, which was Friday morning. I get in there, and the ophthalmologist there, she she takes a good look at my eye, and she sits back. She says, well, it's it's a little worse than we thought. You got two tears, one at the top of your retina and one at the bottom. And uh, your retina is also detached in one area, which explained the, the blindness I had when I woke up that morning. Uh in the bottom right corner of my vision of my eye as well. So uh, I had up having emergency surgery that day uh, at the hospital and got it all tacked up, and uh, uh, we're doing pretty well. Got to go back for the second part of it on Wednesday, but everything should be a-okay, and uh, just glad we got it caught when we did. The thing I hate worst about that happening to me was missing the Halloween bash at your house, dude. Oh yeah, man. Well, so you got to tell us something about that. Well, now. I mean, your your health was more important, homie. You know, like, okay. Well, when you sent me still. that picture of your, you know, look like your high, entire head bandaged up, like you had took a gunshot to the face. You know that it's kind of scary, <laughs> but you know. But uh, now nah, we had a we had a great Halloween gathering. Uh, we had like I think somewhere around thirty five people at the house. We decorated yeah. it all up and. Mm-hmm. We did some big food and uh, just gatherings, and it's just you know, we uh, we made some different things. I made a cornhole board that had some like Halloween inspired things on it. I made a hatchet throwing, um, you know, <laughs> target, and we had hatchets being chunked out there. Nothing that's wrong awesome. with that. People having a good time and throwing hatchets around. Yeah, you know? not each not at each other. But yeah, at the board. and then we had some other stuff going on in the house. And like I said, it was just good time, fellowship, um, meeting with friends, family, you know, coworkers, you name it. And uh, it was it was a great experience and uh, something my wife and I have started. This is our second year doing it, and we hope to continue yeah. building on it every year. And yeah. so uh, I'll just count you in for the next time, you know. But I'm not going to invite you because no, every don't. time I invite you, 
something happens and you it. can't make it. And so I, I, I just, didn't make it last year. I didn't make it this year. Yeah. So uh, I'm, I'm just, you know what? You're not invited. And, you know, if you show up, I'll be happy about it. So this is how we're going to play. I still have it. my costume, though, <laughs> yeah. that I've yet to wear. Two and a half years running. Yes. Uh, that's, but, right. that's right. But, you know, it's all right. It's all right. Like I said, yeah. you know, it was a, that's a scary time, man. I, don't, I never, you know, I can only, you know, your eyesight is one of those people things, one of those things people take for granted, you know, and so take care of yeah. your eyes, take care of your health. Yeah. It's important, you know. Uh, you don't realize yeah. how it is until it's gone. So it's just like anything right. else. So, yeah. Well, but, I asked, you know, I said, you know, what do you think caused all this? You know, and basically, it's because you know, I'm I'm just getting older. I don't say that to be funny, but it it's not uncommon it's for reality. what they call it. Yeah, a spontaneous. They call it a a, a spontaneous uh, detachment. And uh, so, I mean, it is what it is. What am I going to do? Right. That's it. That's it. Oh, sure. Well, look, before we get into our weather, brother, you know, we got to talk about our good friend, Brian Couch. Yeah, Brian. Another team Couch, guys. If you are in the market, I'm serious. Now, I've talked to a lot of people. You know, real estate is a real touchy thing right now. But if you're looking for somebody who's going to help you and help you the right way, and what that means is not somebody who's going to float your smoke and go and blow sunshine up your backside, tell you the world is perfect, the whole nine yards, but somebody who's actually going to be honest with you and tell you what you need to do or what you need to be looking for and what the real price needs to be on something in any form of real estate, then you really want to talk to Brian Couch and his group people over at Team Couch. Uh, the guy does a phenomenal job. Him and his crew have been voted the number one team in DeSoto County for years. And the reason is, is because they call it like it is. You know, if you really want to know truth and save time and save headache and understand you're talking about big numbers, biggest investments in most people's lives, yeah. you want to work with the best. And so here, I'll let Brian say a few words so you can meet him. And just don't forget teamcouch.com afterwards. Thanks, guys. This is Brian Couch again with Team Couch at Birch Realty Group. When you call us, you get a full service team of four people working for you. Please give us a call at 662-449-1700 at the office. Or again, you can call me on my cell anytime at 901-461-7653. I look forward to talking with you and helping you with your real estate needs. Tell you what are we looking like for our weather this week, brother? Well, it's uh, going to be a little bit warmer throughout the early part of this week with lows in the 80s through Wednesday. And then we got a front coming in Wednesday night. Looks like a pretty good chance of rain on Thursday, which is still well needed. Also possibly lingering, lingering over into Friday. Looking at uh, highs back in the 60s, anywhere from 60 to 69 degrees Thursday through Sunday and partly cloudy throughout the weekend. So not too bad. Just, uh, you know. Uh, like like a little puff of smoke in, in a fire you try to put out comes back these 80s but then once again things are going to be much more seasonable throughout the rest of the week oh no doubt no doubt i think i think it's a good week we could all use a, just a little bit oh, of rain yeah. for sure and the yeah. temperatures if the highest is 80 i mean yeah, you, bottom line is keep, oh, a, yeah. keep a long sleeve shirt or a small coat in your car you'll be just fine All right, guys, it's time for our local news. And, of course, this is brought to you by our good friends over at Michael Hatcher and Associates. Guys, i got to tell you, talked to their CEO, Russ, the other day. Uh, the company is doing phenomenal. I'm super happy for them. Uh, the things are going great for them. They are still hiring, still looking for people. Uh, they need qualified 
you know, fresh from, you know, fresh out of college, whatever you can imagine, they need it all. Uh, it's a company that does great pay, great benefits, and it's a team atmosphere that really wants to build up and promote from within. And that is something that is not you know, very popular much anymore, you know. And so this is something mm-hmm. where if you want to be in this area and want to have that kind of experience and opportunities, this is a company you want to go check out. Go to HatcherLandscape.com and look at all the positions they have available. You'd be surprised. You'd think landscape company would be dying out for the winter, but that's not the case. Uh, they move into other facets and other avenues. This is a multifaceted company that does great for its people, its community, and it is truly an honor to have them associated with this high school over at Center Hill and help them out as much they do so this is somebody you want to be with so go to hatcherlandscape.com and check out the job opportunities they have for you today tell you what we're looking like for our news brother well actually not too much which is all you know can be good news they say you know no news is good news Absolutely. but we do have a couple of great community announcements that of uh, things that are coming up first remember that all the city offices will be closed a uh, friday november 10th uh, that's an observance of Veterans Day, which will be on the 11th as well. So if you got any city business to take care of, make sure you do it Monday through Thursday of this week. Uh, also, tell you, Coach before, for Kids. Tell you, before you finish, hey. one thing I didn't put on here, and it just popped okay. in my head. One of the most important things you need to do next week is go vote. That's exactly right. Go election vote. Day is Tuesday. Election Day is Tuesday. So before we Tuesday. go any farther, that is the next most important thing in your week coming up. And that means find a way. Get over to your local precinct. Mm-hmm. Take the time. Put your put your ID down. Go out there. Vote for your candidate of your choice. Do your civil duty. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, we'll be better off for it. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's, that's huge. I, yeah. Tuesday. Don't forget to vote. Also, it's this time of year, a very important time of year. We got Coach for Kids going on across the county, uh, November 18th from 10 a.m. to noon at the Olive Branch City Hall. That's located at 9200 Pigeon Roost Road. Everybody knows where the City Hall is at. Make sure and come by there for uh, donations for Coats for Kids. You know, winter is well on its way. We've already had uh, several mornings over the past week or two with temperatures near or at freezing. And so it's that time of the year where, you know, we want to make sure that uh, our young people are well taken care of as much as we possibly can. And one way of doing so is making sure that they have a nice warm coat. Uh, during the winter time, if you're interested in volunteering, please contact Varner May Wilson Legacy Foundation. Absolutely, it's a great cause. I'm looking forward to seeing yeah. the turnout for yeah. sure. Well, guys, if you have a home that is in need of repair, outdated or worse, you got it from the loss of a loved one or something like that, and you need to sell it fast, and you want a good cash offer—I mean, real money, cash in hand, quick sell, the whole nine yards. Don't want to worry about a lot of red tape or things of that nature. Want somebody who's going to be fair, honest, here local, not feel like you're getting scammed, then please go over to iBuyDeSoto.com. This is ran by a local company that have been friends of this podcast for years. That is the Rodman Properties Group. Um, they, what they want to do is they want to buy houses that need to be sold fast. They rehab them, turn them around, uh, either resell or turn them into rental properties. And yes, I know sometimes that's a cuss word, but these are rental properties ran by a local company that cares about improving the community standards. Not just putting lipstick on a pig and trying to make money off of it. That's not how it works. This is a true, wonderful company right here that really helps people out. So if you're interested or know somebody that might have a process like this or a house or property, tell them to go to iBuyDeSoto.com now. 
All right, one last community announcement in our news today. Uh, Great time of year. It's time for the City of Olive Branch annual Christmas tree lighting. That's going to be set for Thursday, November 30th from 5 to 8 p.m. It's going to be at the Wesson House. If you don't know where that's at, it's at 9133 Goodman Road. You should know where it's at because it's not too far from City Hall. That's correct. But anyway, uh, Wesson House Tours will be there. Uh, There's going to be live Christmas music, free hot chocolate, and... <laughs> a visit from Santa Claus is 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 on tap for that evening. How about over there. that? How about yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. T, got a question for you. This could spark an ugly debate, but I'm firm on my convictions with this one. What do you feel about people who are already decorating for Christmas and we have not even had Thanksgiving yet? There are rest homes for people in in, in such conditions. <laughs> I'm there gonna be honest with you. I'm gonna put it out there. I think it is sacrilegious. That if you I have Christmas trees and things up when you are about to make Thanksgiving. I just I know that Thanksgiving is not an exciting time to decorate for, but I, I mean I have a close friend. I have a close yeah. friend who sent me a picture of his wife decorating their twelve foot Christmas tree literally, literally November first, right? And I, oh, you know, I texted him back and I said, hey, you can hang your backbone up on that tree too because obviously that's where <laughs> she keeps it. And he did not appreciate that text message. <laughs> Sucker. <laughs> I mean, uh, I mean no, golly, no. I understand. You no, I, it just, but come on. You know, we're, we're ex- we, we get excited for Christmas. I mean, who doesn't? But, you know, Thanksgiving – Thanksgiving is important to us at our house. It's not just, it's, you know, it's a big meal, of course. Everybody gets into it. But, you know, just a time to, to reflect a little bit and look back on the things that we have and what you can be appreciated for, not just, not just you know, material things, but, you know, relationships you have with people, your family, your friends, things of that nature. But I will tell you this, okay? Uh, Christmas does start on Thanksgiving night in our household. And for nearly 20 years, the the first thing we do to start celebrating Christmas is we watch uh, the movie Elf on Thanksgiving night. How about that? Now, with my daughter working, you know, she's a nurse and, and her schedule changes around holidays or whatnot. So, you know, whatever night Thanksgiving happens to be in our house, it may not be the actual Thanksgiving Day uh, ceremony. But uh, even if it's like four days later, if that's when our Thanksgiving is, that's when Christmas starts is that night. So uh, then we get the house decorated. Well, I say we. I watch mostly. I put the tree together, and then my wife and my daughter take care of pretty much everything else and do a fantastic job, too, by the way. And then we just enjoy the time. And But, but you know, Christmas music is already on uh, XM Radio. It, start, it started November 1st. <laughs> I'm going to hold my tongue. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hey, look, yeah. I am a huge fan of Christmas. I think it's one of the best times yeah. of the year by, by far. Mm-hmm. I'm 100%. I get it. Now, I understand that's why people get so excited and want to go ahead and start decorating yeah. and get the bang out of their buck for it, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Uh, but we're very similar. The day after Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. we unload about 10 totes from the, from the attic yeah. area yeah. and yeah. get to work. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it is a yeah. family affair. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you said, I, I help get the, chair, uh, you know, the trees up. You heard me say it. Trees, as in plural. Oh no! You know, don't. don't well, if I if I had a house your size, I would probably have more than one tree too, though. You know. Well, I have a buddy who has a <laughs> wife that has twelve trees they decorate. Oh, jeez! You know, I'm just that. You know, one for every day of Christmas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't get me started. But anyway, 
Hey, you know what? If it brings joy to you and that's what makes you happy, I get it. You know what I mean? But there's just sometimes you just, you know, you have to insert your backbone and say, we're going to hold off until this date before we start. Well, I mean, you know, if you if you need Christmas happiness on November the 1st, then there must be something very sad going on all the time for you. <laughs> well, Tintoni hey, said you know, that. Tintoni said that. All just, hate mail hey, can go to tintoni.gmail.com. But, uh, <laughs> but anyway, hey, but, you know, if that's what floats your boat, that's your house, not mine, so I'm not that's worried right. about it. You have the freedom to do that, sir. That's Absolutely. That's this right. is America, by golly. <laughs> Well, guys, don't forget to vote Tuesday. (laughs) We're going to wrap our news up and call it. Remember, guys, a quick reminder, if you'd like to advertise or put some information out here on the podcast, please reach out to us at theobpodcast at gmail.com or find us on Twitter and Facebook. We'd love to hear from you. All right, guys, it's time for those dad jokes. That's yeah. right, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, this is brought to you by our good friend and the number one Allie. insurance agent in all of DeSoto County, hey, North no. Mississippi. Let's call it like it is. That is Allie Edgelolly of Alpha Insurance, guys. That is the ace agency of Olive Branch. If you're interested in saving money, getting better coverage, expert care. When I mean expert care, a guy who actually answers the phone will actually text you back or actually calls you out of the blue and says, hey, I found a better deal on your policy, and I'm going to save you a little bit of money. You cool with that? Sign here, you know, and feel good about it. This is the guy you want, okay? And if you haven't got a quote from an insurance agent in a while, shame on you. Shame on you, okay? Shame. Shameful. Just the shame, you know? Hide your face in the car as you drive. Don't let people see you. You know, everybody's going to know you have not got your, your yearly check Okay, you're irresponsible. I'm telling you, just a shame, a shame. <laughs> anyway, guys, go check it out over there. Um, here, I'll even let Allie say a few words so you can meet him yourself, and you need to go check him out to get that free quote. Hey guys, thanks. This is uh, Allie with Alpha Insurance. I appreciate you know all the support. I'd uh, love to give you guys a free quote. Just come see me in my office at 7047 Commerce Drive here in Olive Branch. I look forward to meeting you. All right, T. Got a few of them for you. I might even try to All sneak right. a few extras in there. You know, we had, we, I, you know, I got some last week we didn't get put in there, so I might be able to That's hit right. you a bonanza of these this time. A bonanza. That's it. T. My wife says she's leaving me because of my obsession with astronomy. Again? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what planet's she on? You know? Oh gosh. <laughs> T. I think Jeez. my I think my wife put glue on all of my old firearms in the house. Okay. Yeah, man. She denies it, but I'm sticking to my guns on this one. Oh, that's cheesy. <laughs> Give me something better than that. Dude, you got to step it up, bro. It's been two weeks. <laughs> have you heard about the giraffe with a big butt? No, I have not. Yeah, man. It's a tall tale, let me tell you. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> tell you what's one thing a homeless man can't be? I'm afraid to ask. Well, he can't be a homebody. (laughs) (laughs) T, what do you call an Asian man? thing on. (laughs) What do you call an Asian man that always has exact change? I don't know what. Exactly. That's right. Oh, gosh. (laughs) Dog, man. 
See? That's horrible. <laughs> what did the hammer say to his homeboys? <laughs> I don't know. Nailed it. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Tell you how do billboards talk? Hmm. I don't know. <laughs> they use sign language. That's what I'm talking about. Aww. What do you call Jeez. ghost poop? <laughs> boo. I, go, I don't know. Boo boo. <laughs> I was half right. You were half right. <laughs> Last one for you, T. Here it is the coup de oh, gras. You ready? All right. Here All we right. Go. T, a vegan and a vegetarian are jumping off the cliff to see who hits the ground first. All right. Who won? The ground. <laughs> Society. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Horrible. <laughs> Pitiful. Yeah, oh, yeah, man. yeah, yeah. Yeah, we can, you can tell we've been off our game for a week, so uh, we'll, we'll, Speak we'll for pick yourself. it up a notch. Speak for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, as always, guys, we hope you enjoyed our dad jokes, and we appreciate you listening to the podcast. As always, if you got an extra minute <laughs> to give us a positive review on iTunes, it really does help us. Really, really appreciate y'all. Guys, it's that time of our episode that I enjoy probably the most, and that is our motivational message for this week. It is brought to you by our great sponsors over there at A-Plus Heating and Air Conditioning Service. Guys, if you've ever had an issue with your heating and air of any type, um, it is hard to find trustworthy, honest people who give you good good work who really want to take care of you and i gotta tell you tim and his family who run this business and have done it since the you know day they opened that is something they pride themselves on of really taking care of the customer showing them what was wrong showing why how they can prevent this from happening in the future other cares they can do and want to make sure you feel the most important it's not a situation where you ever have to worry about you're getting hosed or taken to the cleaners financially this is truly a company that wants the word of mouth and the reputation to speak for itself and we are honored to have them on our podcast and guys if you ever have any issues with heat and air please check out a plus heating and air conditioning service they have a website they also on facebook um, and i'll even give you tim's personal cell phone right here so if you can call them day or night they do emergency calls to help you with any of your problems and this number is 901-496-7867 and if you remember back in april and may we were talking about calling him and making sure that you get your ac unit checked out before the summer came because you didn't want to be caught with that the same thing needs to be done with your heat no doubt no now's the time to get it done let them get it all checked out they'll blow everything out they'll burn everything out that's been building up on that whatever needs to be done make sure you get your heat checked out before winter goes ahead and sets in as well give tim a call Absolutely. Guys, our motivation this, this week is something of, that's kind of unique. Um, it's about who you hang out with. It's amazing how much who you associate with can change and mold where you, who you are. And so I think it's a really cool message. And so let's go to this audio now. Most people, the bottom 80% are lazy and they're looking for an easy way. They're looking for a shortcut to be successful. 
and there are not there aren't any but if you do something repeatedly over and over you develop a habit so most people are in the habit of looking for easy ways to get the things they want and they're surrounded by people who think the same way you know as much as 95% of your thinking is determined by the people that you associate with on a regular basis if you associate with people who don't work hard don't learn socialize after work then you become like them you think like them you talk like them you dress like them you marry them and so you're married to someone who also has no ambition and you raise children and your children have no ambition just go to work and complain about your work but top people associate with other top people there is what you've heard about the law of attraction and the law of attraction says that if you change the way you think you start to attract new people into your life you start to meet other people who think the same way well you know there's an old saying that everybody is the average of the five people they're around the most i can see that and it, and, it, and and everyone's a product of their environment and it's amazing how people adapt and change their mindsets their attitude based upon the environment that they're in now, when I'm talking about environment, I'm not talking about uh, being in Jamaica one week and then, you know, uh, uh, out, out in, uh, in the, at the North Pole two months later. I'm talking about the people that you associate with, is the people you hang around with. And, you know, the speaker was right. You know, it, basically, if you're going to if you're going to be around smart people that have logic and common sense, you're most likely going to use a lot of logic and common sense you start out hanging around a bunch of idiots that keep doing s stupid stuff all the time you know you're going to wind up acting like that as well so uh it's very important that you make good choices about who you hang with sometimes you're going to make mistakes you figure things out later on down the road and you know you, you either get burned or you feel regret re regretful for for associating with certain people but you, you all you also live and learn from that and you got to grow from that as well Tell you, I was told at a young age, if you hang out with trash, you start to smell, and eventually you get taken out. And that's right. And that's the bottom line is that there isn't a more true statement. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so what you associate you, with molds you for what you want to be. Um, yeah. If you look at the most successful people in the world, guess what? They were usually surrounded by very successful people. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. And it's the same thing. Two-bit losers hang around two-bit losers, you know, and yeah. it just it is what it is, and that's the society. When you, when you, when you play with poop long enough, you'll get some on your hands. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> it's tell the me, truth. Tell me where I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. But, uh, guys, I mean, it's just one of those things is that I tell students every day at school, make choices that benefit you. And some of those choices mean who you hang with, who you associate with, who you look up to who follows you, these are all factors in who you are and how you're going to be, you know, turning out as you come out of high school. So it's no different in life itself. So if you hang with good folks, you're going to be one of them. So just remember that all everything we said, but we said it all. You told me that you wish I was somebody you never met. But baby, baby, something's telling me this ain't over yet. No way it was I left. And now it's time for random facts and stories you likely didn't know, brought to you by the good old people at Old Town Fitness. Hey, if you're looking to work out, get in shape, do it in a place where folks aren't going to be staring you down, uh, taking videos of you, making fun of you, talking behind your back, judging you, but you're going to work with people that want to help you reach the goals that you have set for yourself, this is the place to go. Make sure and go and meet the amazing owners that are there. They want to help you reach your goals every time you step into their facility. They're located at 9045 Highway 178 in Olive Branch. 
The hours are Monday through Friday, 5 a.m. to noon, and then 5 p.m. to 7 p.m., and on Saturdays, 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. That's Old Town Fitness. Make sure and go by and get your workout in. All right, Zachary, did you know, this one's a bit interesting, the inventor of Vaseline was such a firm believer in its medicinal properties that he claimed to have eaten a spoonful of it a day. During a bout of pleurisy while he was in his 50s, he ordered his nurse to cover him from head to toe in the substance, and he soon recovered. The dude lived to be 96 years old. How about that? That's uh, that's pretty slick. <laughs> I didn't realize dad jokes were still continuing into the next session. Yes. <laughs> Moving right along. Did you know that in the 1980s, A&W, that's the root beer company, A&W tried to compete with the McDonald's quarter pounder by selling a third pound burger at a lower cost. You think we have problems with the American education system today? Get this. The product failed. Their third pound burger failed because most customers thought a quarter pound was bigger. Oof. Now, see, my wife's a math instructor, a college math instructor. And one of the biggest things that she deals with a lot of times is, is, is people struggling with fractions. So this, this, I'm sure when she hears this, she's going to cringe. <laughs> well, I look yeah, at it but, too. Uh, you could say that, but I could also see that A&W French fries were terrible and there wasn't as many franchises. And I could see that in the eighties, you got to understand McDonald's, that was in it. That was the hype of McDonald's. You know, you went there, yeah. that was a, yeah. a happy meal was a big deal in, you know, yeah. in the eighties and their French fries were, you know, you saw them, you're like, I got to have them. And, you know, it just was, a, it was, a, McDonald's was a different experience for the youth yeah. and the young people yeah. of the 80s and 90s. In today's yeah. world, it's not about the food or the experience, it's about how cheap you can eat. And it's completely well, different. I, it's, it's funny you say that, because just yesterday I was reading something, an article online, about how McDonald's is no longer considered easy poor people food anymore. And we all, like, Poor people food. I mean, I it's, that's the way it's categorized. I don't I don't categorize it that way. But someone was saying that they went through the drive through and ordered three orders of hash browns at breakfast. That's all they ordered, and with tax included, it was just over eight bucks. They want two dollars and fifty nine cents for that for that little piece of hash browns now. That's wild. That's wild. That dude. used to be on the dollar menu. Oh, that's exactly right. Actually, that's I exactly remember right. when it was 79 cents for a hash brown. God, I'm old. Man, that's terrible. Look, hey, I remember when I remember being in college and gasoline was 74 cents a gallon. Hey, I when I started driving, gas was 87 cents. So, I I, I feel you there. I used to go fill up my dad's truck for 90 cents on the dollar, you know, yeah. for a gallon of gas. And so, yeah. Boy, I missed those days, you know. Yeah. Well, anyway, well, moving right along to the last one here. Yep. Did did you know a leech? A leech has 10 stomachs, 32 brains, several hundred teeth, and nine pairs of testicles. Ballsy. And I, <laughs> gee, I know, you know, and I could have gone the rest of my life without knowing that. I know it, man. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, you definitely can't say he's all brains. You know. <laughs> hey, and, well, that's true, and they are pretty clingy. That's why they don't. You know, they're not great with the gals. They're, girls say they're too clingy. Woo. So. Wow. Oh, well. yeah. I, I could have gone without knowing that, too. Yeah, I've, I've been fine. All right, guys, it's time for our sports section. Man, T, I'm excited. What a great week to talk yeah. about high school football, man. You know, it's just ah, so, it's so refreshing to hear that two of the three teams are going to be going to the playoffs, and our third team was able to recover from a terrible bout of injuries and yeah. just bad things to come our way with a big yeah. W at the end of the season. It's nice to see everybody winning on a high note. Just a great, great week. Guys, if you didn't know, which I'm sure you already do, Center Hill defeated a Saltillo – 47-25 to 25 and advanced the first round of playoffs as the third seed. And this is the first time they've gone to playoffs in over 11 years, um, which now is I heard, huge. Now I, now I heard that really that was a boxing match, but a football game broke out. Yeah, this is true. This is true. I will tell you, uh, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Saltillo was probably one of the worst and most unsportsmanlike teams that I have ever seen. And don't take my word for it. How about as the game administrator for the game, the head official and one of the, the back judge came over to me after the game, as I always do as game administrator, and I thank them for their service, appreciate them coming out. And they explained to me that that was the worst team they have ever refereed due to sportsmanship from top to wow. bottom players to coaches across the board including community and fans and i was blown away by a statement like that um and it was ugly you know there was some there was some tension after the game even a little scuffle um yeah. you know and this was after but the bottom line is <clears throat> i didn't want to focus on it center hill came out to win they knew if they won the game and won big they were going to the playoffs um, and that's what they did. Mission accomplished. And when you talk, you we go. talked to Coach Peacock. He's got some pretty amazing stats by a few of his players that are going to blow your socks off. So excited for y'all to hear that one. Um, <clears throat> all the branch, like we talked about, they got hit by the injury bug. Lost some of their best players most of their season. Just, just a terrible yep. way to go through it for some of the seniors. But they were to get a couple hey. guys back and came back and get this. Lake Carmen was picked to win the district. They struggled with some injuries as well. But they came out and won big for their final regular season game. Gave those seniors a great way to end their uh, year. Uh, beating Lake Carmen 28-6. to <clears throat> It was a big, big W. Congratulations to them. And I say that's big because you have to understand, Center Hill played Lake Carmen the week before and got thrashed. Thrashed wow. by Lake Carmen. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? And don't forget, the Center Hill beat Olive Branch 28 to nothing. Right. So it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So it's about, you know, and you think injuries don't play a part? Let me tell you, because when Center Hill played Lake Comrade, they were missing six starters on offense. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you wonder why, but, you know, when a, on a healthy olive branch, look what happens. So that's why, you, that's why you play the game. That's right. So congratulations to those guys. And Coach Russell has some good words to talk about some of his seniors and stuff. I think y'all are excited to hear about that. Lastly, Lewisburg defeated DeSoto Central 14-7. to and advances to the first round of playoffs, get this, as the number two seed, and this is the first time in school history that they'll have hosted a hosted. playoff game. Um, and they are going to be playing Madison Central, which is no slouch. No, it's going to be a good um, game. So that was big. A lot of people don't know about this game. 
is if Lewisburg had lost this game, they wouldn't even be in the playoffs. Wow. How about that? You win, you, you go, go from second that, round, go you go second. to the second seed, a home playoff, or you're at the house with mothballs. How about that? Man. Boy, that's that's a bunch of craziness right there. It is. Here's some more There's all kinds you. of mis- miscombobulations going on in How about the this? this? How year? about Olive Branch actually had a chance to go to the playoffs if they won their game and Center Hill lost by more than five points? Jeez. Because they would have had that's three a, yeah. teams. would have had three teams that had one victory. Yeah. One victory to go for the fourth spot. And we yeah, like, it was a triangle. It was a triangle. Yeah. So like I said, I told you, like we lost Lake Comrade. Lake Comrade <clears throat> um, beat, uh, had to beat, um, if they had beat OB, or I'm sorry, OB beat them and everything else, it came yeah. down to points. Um, right. And the points would go to how many offense. Well, they both would have all 12, so they would have gone down to how many points you've given up on defense. And all the branch would have won <laughs> if it was a difference of five points. Wow. How about that? Isn't it just wild? It's just wild to think that that's how that could play out. But, but hey, that's how the cookie crumbles. So congratulations, these guys. So look, guys, we're going to go to these interviews. I got all three coaches in a row. Uh, they have some great information. They talk about their kids and the, and the playoffs and who they, you know, how they're going to be preparing and stuff. And so it's going to be a great, great interview. So enjoy these audios now. Hey guys and gals, got my good friend Coach Hectorn. Coach, congratulations on a big W Friday night. But an even bigger congratulations. Coach, first time in school history, if I'm correct, this will be the Lewisburg Patriots hosting a first-round playoff game. Is that correct? Uh, that is correct. And, uh, yes, thank you very much. It's a, a, a very big deal. And, again, we've had a lot of firsts the last few, you know, couple of years, and uh, this is a big one for sure. Coach, you know, there was a lot of people when you first started at Lewisburg that had the expectations of – you know, yeah, I've heard he's a good coach, but we're always going to be middle of the road. We're never going to be a playoff contention, people. And then after the first season, you know, there were some people like, well, here we are. And every week we've had you on the show, you've talked about believing in the program, building the kids in the right direction, and getting them to buy in and so on. And then today we're talking about hosting the first playoff game in school history. Um, to me, that there isn't a more pointed fact that says the program is going in the right direction. And that's a huge testament to you and what your staff is doing, the kids that are b- believing in it and the, and the school support from the community. Um, so just another absolutely fantastic job this season and looking forward to seeing where this goes to the playoffs for sure. Yeah, I, I appreciate it. Yeah, you, you couldn't have said it better. I mean, we've got a group of kids and coaches that have uh, believed – and, and what we've been talking about from day one, you know, and, and I told them, you know, just last week, like sometimes I don't know why you believed it, but, but they continued to do it. And, you know, uh, tremendous support from our, our, our parents, our community and uh, our administration. And uh, when you have that type of support around a program and, and kids that believe uh, special things happen, and, and this is truly a special thing. No doubt. No doubt. Well, coach Friday night, DeSoto central, um, big time school. Uh, they are, you know, one of the biggest schools in the state. Got a lot of kids, um, you know, well coached, a lot of athletes. Um, but you came out on top, fourteen to seven. Tell us about the game. 
Yeah, it was, uh, you know, we, we knew it was going to be a tough game. They've got, uh, you know, I think they've got a lot of athletes. I mean, you know, like you mentioned, I mean, I think they're uh, second, first, second, third, you know, top three, I guess we can say, of, of enrollment in, in the entire state. So, I mean, a lot to choose from. And I've got, you know, two guys who are going to play in the Mississippi-Alabama All-Star game. You know, so, again, talents there. Um, you know, so we knew it was going to be a tough one. We knew we were going to have to play well. And uh, I think our kids did, you know, really kind of came out and answered the bell. And, you know, I'll tell you one thing that was very difficult, you know, I think uh, we've talked about it on here many times, but Coach Dewar, our offensive coordinator, came from DeSoto Central. And, you know, we signal plays in is kind of how we do things. Well, um, they know all his signals, <laughs> you know, and they know all his plays. And uh, that made things very difficult for us, you know, trying to come up with several different ways to – get plays in which kind of slows the tempo down and um you know i I really felt like that was a difficult thing for us of of trying to figure out all right how do we call plays keep the tempo going that we need get to play in a timely manner um without showing them exactly what we're doing every single time so um a lot of things made this difficult Uh, you know one them being a great team and and again, to them kind of knowing what we're doing, you know, just about every play. So, um, had us off to our guys to kind of adjusting to that, our coaches adjusting to that. And uh, again, it was a, a huge, huge win for us. No doubt. Coach, who were some of the players that kind of stood out for you, had big plays, made the difference? I, I'm going to do something a little bit different, if you don't mind, on mm-hmm. this one. Go for um, it. Over the last several weeks, and, and really I could say all season, um, I, I'm going to brag on every single one of my kids. Um, what people don't don't really realize and understand, you see the kids that are on the field playing and making plays, um, but there are kids behind the scenes that, in the course of practice, that give us a great look, uh, that that run the other team's offense, run the other team's defense. We got kids that you know maybe only play a few special teams. That you know those are huge, huge plays in the course of a game. Um, and this, if you could come and watch a practice and you see how our kids fly around and attention to detail and ask questions and uh, how focused they are in the weight room. And when we go into meetings and they watch film and they ask questions, it is unbelievable what our kids are doing right now. Uh, And it's not just uh, the, you know, the main ones we talk about or you see making plays on Friday. It's every single one of our kids. Um, I, I couldn't be prouder of them. Sometimes I'm completely blown away as to like, how and why they're doing what they're doing but um it, it's been a lot of fun to be a part of and a lot of fun to watch and man I'm, I'm blessed to coach them and uh man i'm proud of every single one of our players um you know again every level regardless if they're on the field or uh you know playing a scout team on tuesday uh, they're huge uh you know huge asset to what we're doing and you know I'm, I'm really proud of all of our guys wow man that's uh that's pretty awesome coach i'm not gonna lie that's uh I appreciate you doing that. I know those kids will be happy to hear it. I know the parents will be happy to hear it. Uh, and that uh, that is so true. Um, and so I appreciate you shaking it up, as they say. Well, Coach, like I said, I think it was a great win Friday night. But, you know, everybody now is concerned with a new another home game, another home playoff, versus opponent that has a history and reputation of being a serious deal in high school football, and that is Madison Central. What are we looking like for Friday when it comes to this team? You know, what, what's their what's their pros, their cons? What's the point of attack? Give us any juice you can give us, Coach. 
Yeah, well, you know, I tell everybody that I've, I've talked to over the last, you know, several days that, you know, there's no bad teams in the playoffs. You know, I mean, when you get to this point of the year, everybody's good, you know, and, and it's it, you know, it's not going to be an easy easy opponent no matter who you draw, and especially when you, you get a team like Madison Central. Uh, they're very, very well coached. Um, you know, they're only, I think, what, two years removed from a state championship. Um you know, athletes all over the place. So, um, you know, they, they've got a ton of speed. You know, they've got a tight end who's, I think, 6'5", six, 6'6". Six, six. Uh, you know, a couple other receivers, pretty good-sized guys. they got a young quarterback that, um, you know, at any point in time can take off and run. And, I mean, he's a complete blur. Um, so uh, definitely going to be a challenge when you look at, you know, offensively what they do because of uh, their speed and, and some of their uh, explosive players. Um, but, you know, what we've done all year, what's been good for us is we try to keep everybody in front of us. Um, you know, some people say, Ben, don't break. And, you know, you keep the guys in front of you, you get have an opportunity to, to make a tackle. Um, and, and then they got to try to go and do it again. And, you know, it's it's difficult in high school football to drive the field and score. Um, and, and that's what we've got to try to do, you know, on Friday. Um, you know, field position is going to be a, a, a huge thing for us. And, you know, so, you know, our special teams going to play a huge role in that. Um, you know, but again, we've, we've got a tough, tough task ahead of us, but, you know, we're up for the challenge, you know, we're, we're up for, uh, you know, we didn't, we didn't get here just to get here. You know, we, we, we've got bigger plans than just trying to get in. Um, you know, so, uh, we know that again, we know that they're, uh, they are who they are and, uh, they've been who they've been and, uh, you know, we've, we've got to go out be ready to play. And, and I think our guys will be. I heard that coach. That's absolutely awesome. Well, Coach, I think the only thing here is is that we need to tell everybody to come out and make Jamestown what it is and uh, get that community support, make it loud, get the fireworks rolling, get the kids in the end zone, um, make it the place that it makes it an intimidating place to want to be at as a visiting a team. And so anybody out there in Patriot Nation wants to go out and watch a great first-round home football game, I challenge you to make your way over there to Craft Road, look for the lights, look for the entertainment, look for the loud music, and look for a great football game. Coach, as always, really appreciate you, and, uh, you know, wish you guys luck on Friday night and looking forward to talking to you again next week after bringing home the W. Hey, I appreciate it. And I'll add one thing to your spiel that I think that's perfect, other than one thing. There's only one play uh one football game being played in desoto county on friday night so uh you got to come over this way hit find out what's going on in jamestown and uh, again other than that you got to drive a long way come to craft road get a show that's it brother that's it coach as always man thanks again for your time brother i appreciate you Hey, guys and gals, got my good friend, Coach Peacock. Coach, big W Friday night versus Saltillo Tigers. Coach, pretty chippy ball game, man. You know, got some uh, got some guys got pretty heated and everything else. Not a lot of flags thrown, but a lot of emotions out there. But the biggest emotion that everybody mounts is, is the excitement, winning big, um, and earning a playoff berth for the school that has been uh, long awaited and everybody's really excited about it. What were your thoughts about Friday coach? Yeah, I thought it was a great win. You had, to, you know, a very emotional game. Uh, you know, both teams uh, hadn't been to the playoffs in a long time and both teams were fighting 
uh, you know, to get in. Uh, we both had to win, basically. Uh, you know, or we thought we both had to win to get in. Um, you know, wound up Olive Branch beating Lake Cormorant helped both of us out, really. But, uh, um, you know, uh, knew you had to, had to at least thought you had to win. So early on, very, very emotional. And, um, you know, we thought we had to win by 12 until we kind of found out that, you know, it looked like Olive Branch was going to be like Cormorant. So we were trying to score and, and score as much as possible. Um, so, you know, we opened the game with uh, something they had not seen us do before. Came away with a big touchdown pass. Um, you know, they were the first play of offense. It took us like three tries to get it ran but because um, of penalties. But, uh, you know, we wanted to try to set the tone and get a, get off to a good start early. Um, you know, and I was just proud of our kids for how hard they played, how – you know, kind of bought in to, to, to do what we asked them to do. They were, and, and everybody, you know, was focused on the task at hand, and, and that was winning the ball game. Absolutely. Uh, and it was an exciting game, you know, because y'all jumped out early on them, and then they fought their way back and ended up being a 20-18 to 18 halftime score. And uh, everybody's like, we're going we're gonna to be in for the grind. And then you guys just kind of opened it up the second half. It just, you know – Completely changed. Um, end up being a forty-five to twenty-seven game. Um, uh, pretty impressive, honestly. Um, and uh, it just you know, that's a lot of points, especially in a district ball game versus a pretty decent team. Uh, so I know you're pretty happy. And I, I'm gonna tell you, I think the guy who stole the show for the Mustangs was your star running back, Lawrence Archery. Coach, what was his stats? I know they're way up there. Yeah, he had uh, he had 28 carries for uh, 287 yards, uh, had four rushing touchdowns, and then he was the guy we threw the first the first play to. So he had another catch for 46 yards and a touchdown. So you know, huge huge night for him. He you know uh, had told his mom and, and brothers that he was going to go for about 300 yards. Uh, so he got he got really dang close and just had a had an awesome night. He had a long um, you know 98 yard touchdown run there that kind of they kind of sparked us pulling away. I tell you, you know, um, he had a huge night. The the kind of what I think was probably the play of the game was uh, Demarius Sanders plays O-line, but we spot play him some on D-line, and they had a fourth and – I think it was a fourth and goal from the two-yard line where if they score, they're, they got a chance to tie the ball game with a two-point conversion or make it a one-point game. And Demarius, you know, makes a heck of a play, swim moves the center – Tackles running back for about a yard loss, and then that's when, you know, I think the next play, Lawrence, or, or maybe two plays later, Lawrence took it, you know, 98 yards for a touchdown, and then we were able to kind of kind of separate ourselves once we got up two scores, and they had to throw the ball, and, and we kind of made them one-dimensional. Um, you know, I thought we did some really good things. I thought we gave, gave up too much defensively in the first half. Um, we kind of let them stay closer than we really wanted to, but, you know, overall, you get a win. Um you're always happy with that. I don't, if we'd have won, you know, 12-0, I'd have been happy with that. Um, but our quarterback, you know, he struggled the last couple of weeks against some really good defenses. I thought he played really well. Um, he was 7 of 11 for 143 yards and three touchdowns. Connor Floyd, um, you know, he's going to be a good one. Uh, throws a good ball for the most part. Just got to got to continue to make good decisions and, and protect the football when he, when he gets the opportunity to throw it. I agree, Coach. It was a, it was a fun, exciting game, um, and I, it was definitely. I know we talked about those two guys, you know, having big games, but 
It was definitely a team effort. I know you guys run a, a really cool uh, heavy package where you bring in all your big boys, which you have several, especially your defensive line size, and made some. You know, in the beginning, it kind of got wasn't as great, but once we uh, got rolling, it was uh, it was pretty impressive. And uh, that just shows you that if people are willing to go both sides of the ball, do what you got to do as a team. I thought special teams, we didn't have any like big touchdowns, but we also didn't have any blunders. And I thought that was a big deal, um, you know, because sometimes that just seems like the scariest part of any game is that, you know, you know, a missed snap or a bad punt or, you know, something bad happens. And, uh, you know, all around, I thought all three phases of the game played well. And that was a big W. And it's a well-earned berth as the number three seed in the playoffs. And uh, so we're going to be traveling Friday night a pretty pretty good long ways, Coach. Who we got? We are traveling to Philadelphia, Mississippi, Neshoba Central High School. So uh, uh, I actually um, coached with uh, their head coach and their defense coordinator in the All-Star game last last December, um, Coach uh, Schooler. He's uh, he's from, uh, you know, northeast Mississippi, um, somewhere, I think, Hatley. Um, so uh, looking forward to going down there. You know, it's a great program. They've done a great job. Um, you know, kind of taking that program over. It's been a while now, but and kind of bringing it back to life. They've had uh, some deep playoff runs, um, and you know, basically, uh, West Point has kept them from from playing for a state championship a couple of times. They had a really good time running back Jarquez Hunter. That's at Auburn now, several years back. Um, but you know, they do a great job. Uh, it'll be a good crowd, a good, uh, hopefully exciting atmosphere. You know, I'm excited for our kids and the ability to get to go down and, and try to extend it one uh, another week or two. Um, you know, we'd love to, to go down there and get a win, and then hopefully, you know, you get a rematch with South Panola or, um, you know, if Callaway was able to upset them, you get to go. Uh, you might get a home game uh, with Callaway coming to you. But, uh, you know, first and foremost, we just got to focus on ourselves, focus on – practicing and and you know getting ready to again go down there and play another uh emotional big week game and and try to figure out a way to come away with a, a w and uh, come back happy absolutely coach absolutely well coach i couldn't say we uh anymore man we're super proud of you i know the listeners here at the podcast have really enjoyed hearing about the season it's fantastic uh y'all we're going to the playoffs and uh you know season getting to continue because there's just so many teams that are putting their stuff on mothballs right now and and the mustangs ain't one of them and uh, that's a huge accomplishment for you guys and your staff and your kids and your community and so super proud of you guys and uh, look forward to talking to you again next week and hearing about bringing home that w all right man appreciate it Hey, guys and gals, got my good friend, Coach Russell. Coach, what a great W, man. Man, what, you know, versus a quality opponent. What a lot of people don't know, Coach, I got to put this out here, is that Lake Comrade was picked to win this district by the beginning of the preseason. They were picked to be the number one team, had the number one player on defense in the state. Uh, their number 11 is also one of the best. He's probably going to be the best player next year. Just a phenomenal team. They are struggling offensively, but there was no struggle from anybody who was in Keisterville uh, that came out to Lake Hummer and watched the game. Uh, as y'all put it on them, 28-6, to six, big W. Congratulations to you, Coach. Man, what, what were your thoughts on the game? Well, you're just really proud of our kids. You know, we faced adversity all season long. You know, injuries and stuff that kind of 
we had, we had some momentum early and then had injuries and kind of de- derailed us and we had to kind of uh, figure out who we were now and you know I, I felt like we came out and put that t- put together a pretty good effort the week before uh, against South Panola put up 27 points on them and um, you know that I think that's as much as as much as anybody's put up on them and you know we did some really good things the last couple games and for our kids to go out that way and and finish their senior years finish their their uh, their season uh, on such a high note was really really a great thing for us gives us a lot of momentum going into the off season and and just something we can build off of. No doubt, coach. No doubt. I talked to several people from Olive Branch, and they were real excited to see the uh, just the energy of the ball game. Big plays you know, on offense and defense. Just uh, what they called what they've always been looking forward to seeing that Olive Branch is doing. And when you have a full slate out there, you've got majority of your team, the injury bug is not killing you. Like you mentioned, um, you know, it was, it was real fun and real exciting. And, you know, and I, and I remind people all the time, I was like, you know, when you lose your, your star players during the middle of the season and the depth is an issue with youth and, you know, experience and stuff like that, you're going to have some struggles. You're going to have some hardships. And But, you know, you guys never quit, never gave up. That's a testament to the program. And that's why you guys had a great W at the end of the season. So super proud of you guys. Um, you know, Coach, who were some of the guys that stood out for you for during the game? You know, I, we, we had several guys that really stood out. Um, you know, I thought Raheem played probably his best game at quarterback, made some really good throws, uh, found found open guys. Um, and then, you know, Britton Trailer just – what a game by that kid. He had uh, 109 yards receiving, two touchdowns, and added an interception on defense. So, you know, just a, a monster game by him. Uh, Deuce Shannon really showed out. I think he had 76 yards and got his first receiving touchdown of the game. Um, you know, Ethan Bobo had 60-something yards receiving. Uh, we just had several guys that really stepped up and played really well uh, on offense. And then I thought defensively, just our most complete game. I mean, uh, they got loose one time and, and scored a touchdown. You know, just we missed a tackle. Uh, but other than that, we were just smothering on defense and uh you know, I think for the game, they had 116 yards of, of offense for the entire game. And so, great job by our defense. That is huge. That is huge, especially since I know that they have the potential with that big offensive line they have and a pretty scat running back uh, to be able to have big plays and for y'all to be able to, you know, pin that in and uh, and take that away. That is a, quite an accomplishment defensively. So, that, that can testament to Frazier and you guys on defense for sure. Coach, uh, I mean, you said it. You know, this is a way to go out on a high note for your seniors and the program and so on. Um, you know, who, who are some of the kids that are going to be, uh, you know, not returning to us next year? Any, any any encouraging words or things you want to say about these guys as this was their last rodeo as Conquistador? Well, yeah, you know, we, you know, of course, with any senior year, you're going to lose a lot of talent, you know, um, you know, just we have you know of course we talked about you know Raheem's had a great career uh Jerry Walls had a great career uh you know guy we don't talk about as much is is is, uh Joshua Matthews um and you know just a kid that we all love in the building does everything as hard as he can and and, you know you look at a kid there that couldn't squat 135 pounds when he came to us as a sophomore now he's a 500 pound squatter started for us all season at left tackle this year, first time he's really ever played in the varsity game. And, you know, just 
you got some, we got some really good stories in there. Ethan Bobo uh, playing at, uh, you know, being a receiver. I mean, his his highlight film is unbelievable to watch. I mean, you could look at him at, at receiver. You look at him at H-back. You can see him at quarterback. I mean, he is all over the place. Uh, and what he was able to do and step in and play this year. And, um, you know, just, just a great year. You know, Sam Walton, another senior. Tyler Wesley, uh, another senior. Uh, Ashton Ship uh, has, has done so many good things for us. Uh, Jamel Harper, you know, just in the, in the list goes on and on. Taylor Williams that moved in for us. Uh, and played safety and corner for us all year. Uh, there's going to be a lot to be replaced with those guys. Um, I am very excited about the future of our program and uh, the kids we have coming back, but you know, those kids definitely will be missed. I know that's right, Coach. You know, I, that's one of the hardest things I ever had to deal with as a, as a football coach was – uh, realizing this is the last time I get to coach you. Last time I get to, you know, hug you with a uniform on after coming off the field or, you know, seeing you every day in a capacity, um, you know, from a coach to player standpoint, it's a special relationship. And, uh, you know, a lot of people don't understand that. You know, you can say, well, you know, you're acting like a second father figure or something like that. Well, you're a guiding soul that for a young man and um, that respect level you earn is something that can be lifetime. You know, one of the greatest things I have that I look forward to is hearing from some of my old players. You know what I mean? And um, yeah. to see them grow up to be men, um, have families, jobs, careers, and still, uh, you know, exemplify the you know the the things we talked about the things we learned the things we we preached and for them to do that in their day-to-day lives and see that that'll be bestowed upon their kids is uh is a great accomplishment and uh i know that's special for you coach and i know it's special for those seniors and uh i just want to say i really appreciate what you did for those guys and um i know the senior didn't the season didn't go the way you y'all had hoped and i know some things were some setbacks but to finish strong, give those guys a high note to go out on. Uh, I know that was a big deal, and I know the community there at OB is excited about it, and uh, I know you are as well. And so, uh, really, really appreciate that. Yeah, uh, look, we will ever be uh, indebted to those guys, and you know, they just you know, they're they're a part of our history of our program, and you know, once a once a conquistador, always conquistador, and hopefully they keep coming back and and, and seeing us and coming to games and. Um, and, and having pride in their program and, and our school. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Well, Coach, as always, man, it has been an absolute pleasure having you this season on the podcast. Uh, it has been uh, – I know our fans really enjoy hearing from you and hearing about the games. Um, you know, I always talk to Dale Dickerson. I know you do a show with him on the TV and everything else, and uh, everybody's excited, that, you know, to see how the season wrapped out and where the season's going to go for you guys. Like I said, I know you got young talent coming up, and I've got big things on the horizon, uh, and so I'm looking forward to it. But as always, we really appreciate you taking your time uh, from your family and uh, – uh, to you know, give us a few minutes of it to really you know, talk about the program, the kids, and highlight the ones that are doing well and where the things are going. It means a lot. And so from OB Pod, we really, really appreciate it. Yes, sir. Thank you so much. I appreciate you all giving us the forum to, to, to talk about the kids and to promote them and promote the program. It's, it really does help. Well, as always, Coach, until next time. All right. Thank you. Well, dude, it's great for all three of these teams. I'm so glad that OB – finish the year on a high note uh i think of 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 these three teams they probably needed it more than anybody else to be able to do that 
I think it's huge that Lewisburg gets to host for the first time. Uh, they're going to have their hands full with Madison Central, but uh, I, I think they can take them. And then uh, Center Hill, dude, your boys. I know it, my boys. Your boys, and man. They're going to be traveling three hours in the show with Central to play that first yeah. round. But you know what? They're still playing, and their stuff hitting on mothballs. You know what I mean? So there, that, and there you go. That's they're not I'm listening just, on the radio. That's, that's right. right. That's right. Well, guys, we're going to call it a wrap for this episode. We appreciate you sticking with us. Sorry about last week we missing you, but we know you cared so much about Tim Tony, so it really doesn't matter. So it's all good in the hood, <laughs> as they say. But, uh, you know, we uh, got some great episodes coming up. We're going to talk about some Thanksgiving stuff and then get into the Christmas season there shortly after, but not until after Thanksgiving. I think we made that abundantly right. cleared. Abundantly uh, cleared. Abundantly. But uh, as always, really, really appreciate you, and we look forward to having you guys next week. So from OB Pod, I'm Zach. This is T. We'll see you guys next week. So hungry, can we please go eat? It's time to decide what do you want to eat? Chick-fil-A, they're closed because it's Sunday. Chipotle had a burrito yesterday. How about steak? I already know what you'll say That's not what you want today Now I can see that if I want to eat I'm gonna have to leave you behind Yeah No matter where I go Just want you to know I hope you make up your mind I am too hungry I'm gonna go eat without me goodbye 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 goodbye